Here at So Here's the Thing, we value participating in your local community. Last season, we did a land acknowledgement before every episode, and although our intention was to honor indigenous communities where we live, because we are a digital publication, not everyone listens from the same tribal land. This season, we are taking 25% of our profits from ads and Patreon and donating it to the Duwamish tribe through Real Rent Duwamish. We encourage you to use the website native-land.ca to look up your local tribes and find ways to forge authentic relationships and donate to them directly. So here's the thing. With Grace and Carly, and it's season two. We have been able to do all this thanks to this free app called Anchor. We use their creation tools to create our podcast just how we want it. And then it does all the work distributing it to places like Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many more. And we make money! That's right, folks. You two can talk into the oblivion and get paid to do it. So no matter the size of your following, even if you still only have those 12 listeners... Or if you're mega-famous like us. Well, more or less. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and get started on your very own podcast. Hi! Hello! Oh my god, I forgot how we introduced We ourselves. already messed it up! <laughs> well, welcome. Welcome to Here's the Thing. With Grace and Carly. The minicast! Woo! Woo! Grace, what's a minicast? A minicast is a podcast that is only 20 minutes long. It's a little bit more palatable and we just take one subject and we talk about it for 20 minutes. And it is absolutely not because we're just tired this week and our <laughs> schedules don't really work to do an hour-long podcast. It's not because of that. No, we thought this not. through. It's, it's we did. It's for you guys. It's for you guys. <laughs> we wanted to make it easier on you this week. Yeah. So you're welcome. <laughs> and Grace, what are we going to mini-cast about? So our mini-cast today, we're not going to be rating or ranking anything. We are literally just going to talk for 20 minutes about the best thing of this year so far, which is... The, the Ratatousical! Guys, I've learned how to say it since last week. <laughs> I shit you not. I was literally, I had given up on theater. And then I watched The Ratatousical. And it literally revived my love for theater. I hadn't gotten that far. Um, I, I still had some hope. I, I did say the theater was dead a few times in the past year. Um, theater has been like dead. But it was a joke. I was not joking. No, the Ratatouille. We gave. I gave it like a seven or something last week. I don't even. We remember. We were talking about the crazy shit of twenty twenty because it was written. Most of it was written in twenty twenty, and then they just did the staged sort of singing of it in twenty twenty one. Yeah. Um. And Carly, yeah, you rated it like a seven. Yeah, I would like to take that back, and I would like to rate it. A 10, if not an 11 out of 10. I would like to change my 10 to an 11. Yeah. Um, it was, or maybe I ranked it 9. I think no, you, I gave no, it a 10. Gave I it... gave it a 10. No, I thought it was cool. you You gave it like an 8. What? Yeah, because you said bees were more insane than the Ratatouille. I hate myself. <laughs> bees are not more insane than this musical. This musical was so good, guys. I don't know if you all had a chance to see it. If you didn't. I think it's on YouTube. I yeah, don't know if I'm it is legally on allowed to tell you to go watch it on YouTube. 
but go watch go it. Go watch it on YouTube before they take it down. It's a beautiful thing. So basically we bought tickets. It was produced through Todaytix and we bought tickets. Their prices were tiered. This is exactly what every nonprofit theater should do if yes. they put filmed work onto the internet. It's like do do not charge different prices for like don't make different packages where people get like extra stuff if they spend more money. Just make it an on your honor price tier system so it's like on your honor how many people are watching if it's five people watching then you know maybe yeah shell out 25 to 30 bucks for a ticket if it's just you and you're a broke college student pay five bucks it's not that much money and you still get the enjoyment i figured there were going to be a couple of us watching but i'm still pretty poor so i paid 15 and that worked great it did. It was great. We had a little, we had ratatouille. We made ratatouille. And Grace it was really good. and Megan, if you remember from last week's podcast, my sister was here and they, they sliced them and diced them and, <laughs> and stuck it in the micro or not the micro. <laughs> don't listen to me. I don't know how to cook. You set it in the oven. I made bread <laughs> and I really didn't because Grace did that too. Um, I, I bought the bread. <laughs> And actually, I didn't even make the bread. I just cut the bread and yeah. put it in the oven. Yeah, so... But it was great. And then we, we ate our little dinner. Uh, and then we, we stuck it on. And we just, like, absolutely, in on all honesty, had a blast listening yep. to it. Uh, the little Remy song. <laughs> it was so charming. Was so... The Rat's Life is what the little Remy oh, song is called. I, yes. I wish... Actually, do you have your phone so we can look oh, up the TikTok creator who wrote The Rat's Life? Because oh, this is a song sung by that. Emil. I want to set the picture for you if you haven't seen it, even though you should like literally pause this right now and go watch it. Seriously. Um, it's sung by the character of Emil, who was inventively cast as Adam Lambert yeah. in the musical... Side Incredible. note. Incredible. Yes. The casting in this was great. Okay, we will come back to that. We'll come back, back to the to casting. <laughs> but this song is definitely the best song in the musical. There's a bunch of real good bangers. And there's a couple on TikTok that didn't make it in that are still really good. But they're absolute bangers. The Rat's Life is so good. And I wonder, no, it's not on Spotify, so we can't link it in the uh, podcast. No. But we could probably play it from Carly's phone. Um, I am going to do that, but I have no idea how to Google things anymore. Um, all it's telling so me is just like... The Rat's <laughs> Way of Life. It was written by a TikTok creator who we should know the name of, but we don't remember. Um, <laughs> anyway, he wrote an incredible song. Um, and I will, I will say this... I have seen so much pandemic theater and all of it makes me want to blow my brains out. Frankly, even the pandemic theater I was in, and that's nothing personal to anybody I worked with. I don't even think it was a bad project. I just, I, the feeling of like needing theater people needing to stay relevant through a pandemic where people are dying either because of a deadly virus or at the hands of police. It like all of it feels so futile and irrelevant. And I get artists still need to create. Heck, I did it. And so like, I, yeah. I can't judge anyone for it. And I think our project was as good as it could be for pandemic theater. I made wonderful friends. They're all incredibly talented artists. But I still kind of hate myself for doing it because all pandemic theater feels like pandering. Like, please watch our stuff. We really, really, really want to feel relevant right now. <laughs> I mean, I've done a lot of pandemic theater, too. I've done a lot of radio shows. Um, 
And again, a lot of it is just to keep my whole sanity um, because I'm like, hey, if I don't do theater, I'm going to go insane. Exactly. And I think some people do it because of that. But a lot of theater artists, especially anyone who's trying to make money, are doing it for really self-serving purposes. And that's just felt so grating over the long term. I'm like, oh my god, there's real problems. Like, I, I get that, like, if you got a degree in the arts, like I did, and then your career disappears overnight, which mine did, mm-hmm. it is disassociating, not disassociating, it is um, disenfranchising. I totally understand that. But it's also, it in light of everything, I'm like, everyone is struggling, and I do feel like sometimes the theater community is like, but please look at us and pay attention to us and help us more, even though we're doing absolutely nothing to, like, deserve all of your attention and praise, and there's a lot of other people who need help, too. And after that, like, long, aggressive rant, <laughs> I find the ratatousical to be the opposite of that and almost the antidote to the stagnation of theater over the past couple years, not couple years, couple decades, really, mm-hmm. in that it's so truly collective and collaborative People on TikTok who just, like, I think they had access to a phone. None of these people were famous before the Ratatouzical. And even now, they're not, like, famous, famous. They just wrote these songs for the hell of it with absolutely no pressure on it. I mean, it wasn't even a thing to begin with. It was one person who was like, LOL, if I did this, this is what it would sound like. And then other people were like, cool, let's jump on board. So, like, it wasn't even like, hey, everyone go out and... And do this. It was just it's like a big practical joke, and it's, it's theater is so gatekeepy. Even during the pandemic, all all anyone wants to hear, from, especially in regional theater, all anyone wants to hear from are celebrities because like people are looking for recognition and comfort during this pandemic. But that means that actual artists and actors who are like actually out of work and on their last. Uh, their last hope aren't getting any anything and it just constantly like feeds back into like the celebrities who already have lots of money and this one was literally just a joke that like individual <laughs> everyday people created yeah. and and it happened to work and and this is where i also arts organizations have been driving me bonkers because of how they <laughs> They want to open up a seat at the table for diversity, for people of color, to include them. And, like, that model is frustrating because, like, while I love the impetus to want to change, even implying that there is a table that the white, wealthy people are inviting (laughs) people to implies that, A not everybody is deserving of an equal spot at the table from the get-go, and that that spot could be revoked at any time if something changes. And this TikTok musical... They didn't out. even have a table. They didn't have a they table. They were like, they we're th- a group of people. And then Broadway was like, what if we put a table there? They threw out the format, and then, yeah, and then TodayTix was like, what if we just put a table there? <laughs> but, like, the group was there without a table. They were just like, we are a collective who have the same thoughts on that this should happen (laughs) like and it happened to just really come together nicely and whoever cast it i'm not sure how the casting process went on and it is cast mainly with celebrities but they got to find some way to do the fundraiser that they want to do and so they were 
celebrities who are on Broadway. They're celebrities They're who are on like Broadway. They're not like movie Besides celebrities. Besides Adam Lambert, actually, Adam Lambert. who is also not doing, I mean, he's still probably got plenty of money, but he's also not doing anything right now because his whole shtick is that he tours with Queen and yeah. they're not doing that right now. Um, it was actual Broadway performers, maybe who have done some television, but not nearly enough television to be like, you know, really, really wealthy Broadway actors. Yeah. Like, I'm like, Titus Burgess probably lives comfortably, but he doesn't live like James Corden. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's still he's a human. so good. He's he was the so perfect good as cast Remy the as Rat. Remy. He's perfect. His I Want song? Oh my god. It's so good. I don't know the words yet, but like, oh, they took the... The main song, the one that Grace and Megan sang last. That's what it is. Paris, I hope you're ready. Then they're going to know my name. And it's just so good. He did such a good job. Somehow it's both, it's so aware of what it is. And the whole musical is making fun of itself. Because yes, it is. In some ways, another movie musical. And we've had thousands of those in the past few years. And we're oversaturated with them. But it's like, it's aware that that's what it is. It's like, we're aware that this format, like, it started as making fun of (laughs) that very construct. In fact, the joke initially was a joke about how they keep turning movies that shouldn't be musicals into musicals and then they were like but what if we did it's like the fake dating trope in like hey let's fake date haha <laughs> it's a joke except what, what if, if? <laughs> and it worked they they ended up finding this incredible sense of earnestness every single one who was in that in that show was just like i'm going to do this with every fiber of like, my being i commit to it it's ridiculous it's ridiculous and i know it but i am going to have so much fun and so that fun was just absolutely contagious so contagious every single piece of it was just so so self-aware and yet still so light and free Mm-hmm. because it was it was the creation of people sitting in their homes on the internet trying to reach out to other people during the pandemic it wasn't some artist's idea of how they're going to they're going to um construct a way for people to reach out to each other during the pandemic it was actually people reaching yeah. out to each other using the technology that they had and i think that's one of the great things that uh, i'm just going to steal this straight from grace when we were watching it but like it used part of those TikTok things while creating this. Yeah. When they, when they recorded it, they, they incorporated used some of the TikTok videos. TikTok videos and like the finale when they're like showing all the original TikToks was just like emotional. It's so emotional because so many people poured their hearts into this. And and yeah, they they literally they sourced everything for the musical from individual creators um who are not all rich kids with trust funds. There's like there's still plenty of work to do obviously in the theater community in terms of actually making it a space for everyone to You create. didn't solve your problems with this musical. No. Let's let's all be really honest we'll be, with ourselves. We'll be clear, we did not solve racism or <laughs> sexism or the socioeconomic crisis in this country or in this world uh with the Ratatouille musical. But 
I have more hope after watching the Ratatouille musical that there is a solution than watching anything this whole damn year. It's just, it's creative and inclusive and happy. Yep. And uh, not to say that there isn't someone somewhere doing little radio shows that are also like that. But this one was just so widespread, so popular, so Broadway without being Broadway. It came about with with people earnestly wanting to participate with in something. There wasn't any obligation. There wasn't any desperation. It was just what people found funny, what people found creative on the internet. And artists just took that and ran with it. The, I, I think the TikTok format is so important to pay attention to um, and so important for theater makers to not ignore. Not that I want it to be capitalized off of, and I am worried about that, that then, mm. you know, bigwig Broadway money people are going to look at TikTok and be like, all right, now start churning out musicals. Like, because that's <laughs> not what it is. But it needs to be understood how important that sort of open creative space is. Mm-hmm. There was no prescription for what was going to happen on yeah. TikTok. There isn't ever a prescription of what's going to happen on TikTok. People it's just come neutral. it's chaotic neutral. People come up with crazy shit on there. Some of it's really bad, but some of it is golden and it's it is a blank canvas in which people can create on. And I think that's what's so brilliant about the Ratatouille yeah. musical is it's so almost every piece of theater that I have seen or been a part of in the past several years has been so prescriptive Mm. and so like, oh, we're doing this for this purpose. And it's not that Ratatouille the musical doesn't have a purpose. It's just that they didn't try to shoehorn a story into a like purpose or mission. Mm -hmm. It came about on its own. And and the very theme of Ratatouille the movie sort of just became the lifeblood of the play, not even really on purpose, just because that's the mantra of of the film. Anyone can cook. Anyone can cook. And it became sort of intrinsically tied to the project. Anyone can create. And what Anton Ego says at the very end, it's like, now I truly understood what Gusto meant. Not anyone can be a great artist, but a great artist can come from anywhere. Just hit it right on the head. And it's so, we watched the movie Ratatouille on New Year's Eve before we watched the musical, and that line still makes me emotional because it's... It's so important and and that is that is the what the Ratatouille musical just exemplifies is like not every Ratatouille submission was good some mm-hmm. of them were stinkers yeah. but good submissions came from everywhere yeah and and <laughs> all different walks of life and somehow they managed to string together a cohesive piece of art and that's just it's so heartening, and I want to see art produced in that manner more often in the future. But not mass-produced. Not mass-produced. Please, produced. Don't, please don't go out there and, like, force more musicals exact. on TikTok. That's, that's not, not what, what I'm saying. No, I want to see more art come about in spaces that it can truly organically come from. Yeah. And that, it, it's like... it's And maybe stop trying to 
do bad shows that shouldn't be exactly <laughs> it reminds me how much theater needs to be divorced from capitalism and it's probably going to be a little while but because the ratatouille musical wasn't for money it made a lot it of made money a lot still. of money when they did the performance because, because it gained popularity it. and they liked it and it gave them a good feeling but the ratatouille musical came about because people were bored and they were looking for human connection they weren't trying to make money they weren't really trying to gain notoriety i mean everyone is a little bit on tiktok but it was it's more of a reaching out yeah. And that's what I want folks to pay attention to is like, we need more spaces that have open planes of creativity. Um, and that, I don't even know what that looks like, but I, I know what that looks like. I know exactly what that looks like. Indie bar two days after Christmas? Yes. I mean, where are they got the <laughs> Where are your family? We're going to try to sing along. The greatest. Oh no. <laughs> Rats life for us, little Remy. Snow, 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 I'm so sorry. We took a long time to sing that. Um, but you should listen to it. It's the best thing on the planet. I have no regrets. I am so happy with the last two minutes that we Also, absolutely astounding casting. Titus Burgess, Ashley yes, Park. Ashley. Oh, Andrew Barth Feldman as Linguini. Oh, he was so funny. I don't know how he's ever played any other character. Like, if I saw him in Dear Evan Hansen, I think I would laugh. Because I'm like, that's ridiculous. That's I... Linguini. He's the animated character. I like that he just, like... Left his camera on, and he was like, they'll cut that. They'll cut that. But he, he stayed acting the whole time. Nope. And so there's just a lot of times where he's just like, ah. <laughs> and it's absolutely it's beautiful. the best thing. Oh, my God. Uh, Andre DeShields as Anton Ego. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. woman, I'm forgetting her name, who plays Skinner, Kevin Chamberlain. Everyone, everyone in this, Wayne Brady, everyone in the cast was so good. The little background dancers did a great job, too. The ensemble was beautiful. They were beautiful. They They, did great. They used some TikTok film technology to to produce it, and it was, ha, it was all just incredible. This is just literally one big ad for Ratatouille the Musical, but you should watch it. (laughs) It changed my, it didn't change my life. It changed my outlook for the year. Yeah. I feel hopeful for this year because of Ratatouille the Musical. There's so I much do still this. think our democracy is going to hell in the handbasket. Yeah. Like, I think yeah. everything's going to burn. But stay I do tuned s- next week for some actual serious topics. Yeah, stay tuned for some serious stuff next week. We're doing an amuse-bouche so that you guys, like, get into uh, <laughs> what we're going to do next week. It's going to be yeah. dark. But... It's going to be important. You should definitely listen. Stick around. If you like this mini podcast, the next one will be a major podcast. It'll be a maxi podcast. <laughs> um, we, I, I, I am hopeful, though, for the future because of things like Ratatouille the Musical. And, and that may mean that we have to burn everything to a, the ground and start again. But I, it refreshes the human spirit in a way that I have found very little things this past year to do. Yeah. It's great. Go watch it. Go watch it. It's incredible. Have a good time. Have a good time. Have a dance party at the end. That's what we did. It was a great dance party. (laughs) We had an awesome time. You will too. 
And on that note, on that note, have a great mini podcast day and woo! woo. Bye. Bye. If you like this podcast and can't get enough of Grace and Carly's hot takes, join us on our Patreon account, where we have video segments, bonus content, and every episode of the podcast completely ad-free. We have monthly memberships for $3 a month or $5 a month, and if you commit for three months, you can get an awesome sticker. Plus, we will be sure to give you a shout-out on our next episode. Head over to patreon.com forward slash so here's the thing. And help us reach our goal of 10 new subscribers this season. Setting the bar high. See you next time. Bye. Bye.